What's going on, guys? Welcome back into the Forges of Comic Dude podcast. My name is Tyler. Hi, Mary. I'm Aaron. And I'm Kylie. This is a creator-focused episode. It's a mo- it's a show we do once a month where we pull a random comic creator's name out of a bucket and we talk about them for a while. And then uh, at the end of the show, we're going to pull out the next comic creator's bucket for next month's creator-focused episode. Mary, <laughs> who are we talking about this week? Mark Millar. It's actually Kylie's <laughs> face. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Son of bitch. Mark Miller, Mark Millar, whatever Has you prefer. A in it. it does, but I distinctly I've remember. I've never heard him say it. It's so Miller. I read, but there's a there's a magazine you young folks probably don't remember called Wizard Magazine. Oh, yeah. They had a big article. I think it was around the time Kick-Ass was coming out. Yeah. And the title was, It's Miller Time. And yeah. right in that first paragraph, they said, Mark Miller pronounced like the beer. Oh really? I was like, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, because that, that's I used to always pronounce it that way, and then I started hearing people say Millar, so I was like, oh, is it supposed to be Millar? I still, I still and say and Miller. I, I, I just have heard to say him in interviews Kylie. say he doesn't mind either way. It probably doesn't matter. But reading that article, I'm like, it's Miller, damn it! <laughs> it is Miller. Well, I mean, he's Scottish, so how does he say it? <laughs> but man, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Scottish. <laughs> Everyone knows that Scottish people just mumble because they're obviously too intoxicated to speak real words. Oh, yeah, that's Irish, huh? Never the mind. Irish are, hey, 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 hey. Don't Scottish people drink Don't generalize. I'm all like, wow, it's got. It's got a little prejudice in here. Um, okay, just anyway. Like we all like hamburgers. That's and right. Hot dogs. I love both of those things. Right? That's the American thing. I don't know. An apple pie. Apple, apple pie. pie. <laughs> We're all obese and stupid. And football. Not that soccer. <laughs> that but wait. That <laughs> is football. <laughs> American football. Um, so this show is basically designed, uh, divided into two halves. Mary's going to do like a history part on Mark Miller. Some of just his career and accomplishments. And we'll kind of talk about him just as a creator. And then the second part is what we call book reports where we all chose something to read of Mark Miller's work. And we're going to talk about that as well. So Mary. Yeah. I know like literally nothing about this person. Okay. Other than like, I mean, I've read a good, I feel like I've read a, a decent chunk of his work, but I have seen, I didn't even know what he looked like till today. Mary was like oh, okay. getting the, the picture of him ready to post when we he post the podcast. He looks like a podcast. very happy man. He does. Yes. Every picture, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a single interview with him. I've never, I've never heard his voice before. I don't know what he sounds like. I've never seen him or yeah. Anything okay. outside of just reading something he's written. So I know nothing about him. I know that he's friends with Graham Morrison. And he's from Scotland. Okay. That's all I know. He, he's one of my go-to writers at this. Like, if something I he's writing comes color. out, I'll I'll pick it up. Yeah, and fan. he doesn't fail me. Like, I used to be that way with Garth Ennis. And yeah, Garth Ennis. He's still good, but he he really got into like war stories for quite a while, and that's mm. just not my thing. Sure. Um. Yeah, but yeah, like Straczynski, Warren Ellis, Mark Miller. I mean, Those are your they, guys. they'll put stuff yeah. out. I'll get. I don't care what it is. I'll get it. The only thing I know about Mark Miller is, um, like, obviously he's incredibly successful, and he gets crap a lot from like, uh, just like anybody else. He has haters. Uh, like his haters don't like him because they claim that he writes. He he used comics as a gateway to get to film and television, and he his comics feel like movie pitches. Well, he's not. I don't think he's really shy about admitting no. that at all. Yeah, I don't think so either. And so, if 
that doesn't really bother me, but if it bothers you, I guess that's a, that's a thing people yeah. do not like about him. Oh, I remember when Wanted had come out, um, and they were talking about doing a sequel to it, mm-hmm. and they were asking him, like, well, what what do you think of them doing a sequel to a book that there is no sequel to? Yeah. And he's like, they can do whatever they want. I'm going to get paid. Exactly. Way. And I'm like, you know what? I respect that. I respect that attitude. Yeah. You know? Does anybody have more movies based on his work in comics than him? I was thinking about this Ooh. earlier because you have like Wanted. You obviously have two. I got co- this. Oh, hey. I got oh, this. Oh, were you talk about mo- oh, I, I didn't this. think you were talking about movies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, then I guess we'll, we'll, we'll go over them then. Not, right. not like too deep into movies, but I am going to say things that, you know, yeah. that he has that had Netflix movies about. Happen. That he signed that massive he signed deal. Mass- all his stuff is Netflix. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, this is all Mary. That was my surprise. Oh, oh. I'm kidding. <laughs> From like four years ago. <laughs> It okay. was a surprise to me. But I guess Mary teaches a little something about <laughs> Mark Miller. Is, uh, Star, I think Starlight's too too early. But all of his books, like you pull them out, the yeah. back is just Miller black World with Netflix on. The oh bottom. yeah, that's the back cover of all. Oh, of I don't books. think I noticed that. Yep. Oh okay, get with it, Mary. Which we also need... did one of his books recently mm-hmm. on Comic Book Club. We did Reborn. Yeah, a uh, couple months back. Which, also I would love to up. see the Netflix show on that. That motherfucker sounds like it'd be a lot of money, I do believe it got picked up, but I, it's later in my notes, so I won't get to that yet. All right. Anyways, he was before... He visited <laughs> God damn it, I thought oh, you were ready. It's going to be one of these oh, ones again. don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't take a time Wasn't it the down? last creator focus? <laughs> was it Neil Gaiman? Yeah. Oh, it was, so, it was the Neil Gaiman one. Oh, Because I remember I was so sad Aaron missed it. Oh, that's so right. Like, you missed a good one. <laughs> it's going to be one of these again. The swamp thing. Swamp. Uh. <laughs> I enjoyed right. that episode quite a bit. Well. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he's a Christmas Eve baby. He was born December twenty fourth, nineteen sixty nine. He just had a birthday, sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> I love how like you interrupted yourself, <laughs> like because like you were like by the time that registered, you're like he just had a ooh sixty nine. <laughs> uh, from Scotland. Now I have two things here. I don't know how they divvy out their cities and whatever in Scotland, but I have Coatbridge, Lancashire, Lancashire, Lancashire. Lancashire sounds correct. Yeah, it's spelled. The other thing sounded like something from. I know Morrison is from Glasgow. I know that. Yes, but where's Flint Heart Glomgold from? <laughs> what the hell was that, dude? It's from DuckTales. <laughs> no, I just like how her little uh, Scrooge little... McDuck's arch rival, <laughs> Flint Harp Glomgold. Uh, we're not talking about him, okay? That's true. We're talking about Mark Miller. Okay. Mark I bet, yeah, at this point, he probably has a swimming pool of money. He can yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a writer. Mark, yeah, Mark Miller, he's probably one of the wealthier guys oh, yeah. Yeah. in comics. That's he's... why he looks so happy in all his pictures. Notable works I have Ultimate X-Men, Ultimates, Ultimate Fantastic Four, Civil War, Wanted, Kick-Ass, and Kingsman. And oh. then my personal favorite is uh, Red Sun. Superman, Red Sun. Yep, yeah. that was excellent. Uh, characters created by I got Black Flash, Aztec, Hit Girl, Kick Ass, and Jakeem Thunder. So Black Flash was a so again him and Morrison are buddies. Morrison kind of I think from what I understand kind of brought him along, 
And there was a period where Morrison was writing JLA and Mark Wade was writing The Flash and they decided to swap for a little while. And mm-hmm. that's where you get the, um, what's the famous JLA storyline? Tower of Babel storyline that Mark Wade writes while Morrison takes over The Flash and writes the Black Flash storyline with co-written by Mark Miller and they mm-hmm. created the Black Flash. Yes. So that's where he comes from, which is kind of like the, if anyone doesn't know, he's like the grim reaper of the speed force. If he touches you, you die. So there you go. He's cool. He is cool. Uh, Mark Miller has four older brothers and one older sister. His brother Bobby actually introduced him to comics at age four, where his first comic book was Garfield, Amazing Spider-Man, <laughs> number one twenty-one, <laughs> and also a Superman comic. Close. Close. Do you know what issue one twenty-one was? No. Okay. Oh, it was. Was it yes, the drug issue? No, it was uh, Gwen Stacy. Okay, I knew one twenty-one was a very familiar number, so I'm like, that was. Something. Oh, that the yes, it was Gwen Stacy died. So. Oh shit. Yes. Ooh. So, <laughs> Way to make someone never want to read comics again. Well, that's well, depressing. I've never touched this Apparently, he really liked it because <sighs> he decided he wanted to draw a spider web across his face with permanent marker. <laughs> and his parents were not able to scrub it off in time for his first communion photo, which was a week later. That's, <laughs> that's actually kind of cool. <laughs> I don't know much about him, but that's automatically <laughs> the coolest thing I'm going to know about him. <laughs> It was definitely the funniest thing. Cancel everything else. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun time, That's guys. We'll see you next week. That's all we Okay, see ya. <laughs> That's the highest note we're going to go out on today. Uh, actually, Miller enjoyed drawing comic books, but he was not allowed to go to art school because mm. his family frowned upon it and thought that it was a waste of time for him. So he didn't go to art school for that. He did go to school to be a doctor, uh, but then decided to become an economist. But then he decided to quit that because he thought that he just couldn't hack it. Uh, he studied at Glasgow University. Glasgow. 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 There was also, uh, he also dropped out because his dad had died and uh, he didn't have any money to pay for living expenses. So that's another reason. Uh, all right. Are you guys ready to get into the 1980s? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know where we were before, but okay. We're in the 1969. I would imagine, yeah. If he was born in 69, I would imagine that was all the 70s. Yeah. Love it. 1980s. Uh, specifically, 1989. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fucking no. You're ready to get into the 80s because we're jumping right through them. Right to the end of it. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, dude. You're ready to talk about the 1980s because nothing really happened there. Uh, 1989, he started Savior, which was his first published work. Uh, Savior combined elements of religion, satire, and superhero action. Was it for 2000 AD? Because that's where all those guys fucking started back then. In the 1990s. Okay. <laughs> he worked on titles such as mm-hmm. 2080 <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, Sonic wait Sonic the Cosmic and Crisis yeah. okay that's, that's Sonic Sonic I don't know. nope Sonic okay. the Comic okay Sonic the Comic okay. is I don't know don't don't ask me if it was the Hedgehog That'd or if it was something else if Mark Miller wrote Sonic <laughs> Dude, the there's Hedgehog there's no fucking way <laughs> Mark Miller wrote a Sonic <laughs> the Hedgehog book I'm gonna look that up <laughs> I know uh, Straczynski wrote a bunch of those old Ghostbusters episodes. The cartoons. <sighs> Did it? The real, the Ghostbusters? real Ghostbusters? Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> the real one. The real Not Ghostbusters. The Not the monkey one. Do you want to talk about 2080? Yeah. Who, who knows anything know about 2080? I just know that that's, that's a that, big That's where all those European guys started. Oh, yeah. it's like gotcha. It's kind of like their heavy book. metal, right? Yeah. It's, that's where uh, Judge Dredd comes yeah, from. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's the biggest thing I think people... 
Gotcha. So yeah. Miller, Grant Morrison, and John Smith. John Smith. Pocahontas' <laughs> husband? Oh, that was John Rolfe. Oh. Pocahontas' uh, almost husband? Created. Excuse me, sir. I'd like to point out you're not paying attention. I'm looking on Comixology for anything of Sonic <laughs> under like- Mark Miller, and there's nothing. Okay. Yeah, put your phone down. It just says Sonic the comic. Okay? It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Comics already doesn't have everything, but they have a, a good a good chunk of things. I was just curious if, if that existed. But when I Google Mark Miller Sonic the comic, something does come. Okay, go oh. ahead. Okay. <laughs> okay, Miller, Grant Morrison, and John Smith created a controversial eight-week run on 2000 AD called Summer Offensive. Mm. And it was this time during this run. That in 1989. <laughs> 1993. Oh, I mean in 1993. Okay, hold on, hold on. Sonic the comic was known to many readers as STC. It was a British children's comic published fortnightly by Fleetway Editions, the merged Fortnite? companies. Fortnightly. By, yeah. <laughs> That's that means every, um, means every other week. It was published between 1993 and 2002. It was the UK's official Sega comic. Featuring stories about oh, the mascot, crap. Sonic the Hedgehog, Holy and related characters, shit. as well as comic strips based on other Sega video games. Look at that, dude. Wow. I need to track this down. Dude, there's got to be one on eBay somewhere. <laughs> wow. Mark Miller wrote some Sonic. I don't know how many he wrote or whatever. I There's nothing there about that, but uh, hmm. yeah. Okay. Miller and Morrison wrote their first major story together called Big Dave, which I know nothing about. Usually with with these writers that I like, I will usually get on and try to get everything that they've done to read. Sure. Um, but a lot of the stuff you're telling me it doesn't sound familiar. So. Woohoo! The 19th. Do you remember the first Mark Miller thing you ever read? Oh my Mine was God. probably Civil War. I was late to the game with it. Mine but was I didn't Red read. Sun. It was. I would say Red Sun, but I probably didn't know who he was. At that okay. Time. Uh, but that's probably one of the first things I read. Civil this. War is the first thing I have an active memory of Ultimate, reading. When, when Ultimates was hitting and he was at his name, you know, it was like the three. It was like Bendis, Miller, and yeah. Ward Ellis. I was like, ooh, okay. I'm down <laughs> oh, for okay. this. Erin, uh, are you a fan? We didn't even talk about you. read oh, Mark sorry. Miller's work? Yes, I've, I've read a lot of his work, actually. Do you remember the first thing of his that you read? I was waiting for her. I've been doing it so long. I was actually waiting to see what the... Because we were in... I believe it's 1993. We're going to go into 1994 where DC Comics really liked his work. And so he started working on Swamp Thing. And that's, I was trying to figure out. So, okay, that's probably the first stuff of his I I read. And didn't know who Mark Miller was. But but I I read all that stuff. And the first four issues were co written by Grant Morrison. Yep. Mm. It's not the new Vertigo. It would be the the old, that one that lasted like 200 and whatever issues. That original. So I did not read that. Keep going. Um, Although people really liked it, Mm -hmm. it wasn't selling well enough, so they canceled it. it. Yeah, that's Uh, right. Which is very sad. Uh, So from there, Miller worked on other DC titles. Um, A lot of co-writing under Morrison. Uh, So that's with uh, JLA, uh, The Flash, and Aztec, The Ultimate Man. That's where the Black Flash and stuff comes in, like we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, he's he was also trying to work on pitches to the publisher, but they were all unsuccessful, I guess. Hmm. Do you have anything about the new Adventures of Superman in there, or Su- Superman Adventures actually is what it's called? 
No. In there. It's a TV show. That was well. No, it, it was. was uh, it was. Book, right? Yeah, it was the tie-in comic to the '96 animated series. So like Superman, Batman Adventures. Superman, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Mark. Mark. I know that was one of his first DC oh, works wow. that he didn't write with Morrison, and I have a couple of those issues. They're actually really good, especially for like a, a all ages Superman book. Mm-hmm. Like they're really good. So, yeah, I know that's one of the first things he got to do by himself, at least at DC, anyways. What do we got next? Are we still in 1994? No, we're going to the 2000s. Ooh. Oh, we really flying ahead. We really, what happened we really between 1994 ahead. and 2000. He co-wrote a lot of stuff with Grand Morrison. Yes, and they probably <laughs> took a lot of drugs. <laughs> and he unsuccessfully pitched smiling. things. A <laughs> uh, <laughs> lot of years of rejection. Okay. Uh, so in 2000, Miller replaced Warren Ellis on the authority of DC's Wildstorm imprint. Mm-hmm. Probably. Uh, no, I wasn't into Wild, so I'm keep going. Uh, but Did you I don't. The authority? I don't know what he worked on in there. No, that's one thing I the do. The authority. I don't have was anything it the about. Authority? Yeah, it's the authority. Because the Isn't next thing I have is that he announces his reg- okay. resignation from DC in 2001. He said, "Fuck you." Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Miller resigns from DC in 2001. Uh, Though he did have his miniseries for Superman Red Sun, which was printed in 2003. Under the Elseworlds, yeah. old Elseworlds banner, mm-hmm. which we, I miss. That was like... Um, Someone was know. talking about that tonight, right? Is that you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have I some like questions that. for you about that, about oh. that book. Oh, put me on the spot. Oh, yeah. Uh, so 2001, he started working at Marvel Comics and started to launch Ultimate X-Men and for the Marvel Comics Ultimate really? Marvel imprint. Ultimates was in... Oh, yeah. That so was early says. 2000s. Oh, man, I'm old. <laughs> thought it was like just, okay, keep going. That's Sorry. just like years ago. I it's know. It's so funny because it doesn't feel that long ago. Dude, that shit's almost 20 years ago <laughs> yeah. now. We're in 2020 oh, now. Crazy. I'm it's, like, yeah, now I feel real old. Like, keep going. Oh, uh, he collaborated with Brian Hitch on the Ultimates, the mm-hmm. Ultimate Imprints equivalent to the Avengers. Yeah. What is, uh, I don't know what the Ultimates is, really. It's just, a it's, it's the Ultimate Universe version of the Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So, but I thought all their universes ultimate, had numbers. It, the, the Ultimate the Universe ultimate has universe a number. The Ultimate Universe does yeah. have a number. Oh, it's they just, just, oh. If, if McCord was here, he could tell you. Basically, basically, in 2000, they were like, what the Sony's going to make a Spider-Man mm-hmm. movie and it's going to be a big deal. And they're like, we should do an updated version of Spider-Man to coincide with this movie. And they're like, okay, well, what if we did like Spider-Man if he was created today? So Bendis and Bagley did this book called Ultimate Spider-Man that took off to be the I biggest fucking thing. So, no, no, I thought Ultimate Spider-Man, Ultimate Spider-Man was launched the, the whole thing. thing. Yeah. So then they're like, what if we did that idea across the whole Marvel Universe? Like update, like if the characters were created now, how would they be? Yeah. And they so just kind of let it go. there was Ultimate X-Men and there was Ultimate, Ultimate Fantastic Four and Ultimate was Ultimates. Ultimate Avengers. Mm-hmm. But they're just called yeah. the Ultimates. Okay. Yeah. And late, later on, when they after Ultimatum happened and they brought it back, yeah. it was called Ultimate Ult- Avengers. And if you're a fan of the MCU version of the Avengers, that's where a lot of that stuff comes yeah, from. They, like, pulled yes. they really pulled so a lot. So his work on Ultimates was later adapted into two Marvel animated features. Also, in the 2012 Marvel's Avengers. Yep. Marvel's The Avengers. Especially that first movies. Avengers movie is yeah, very much that's from, the Avengers. pulled from the Ultimates. A like lot the, of the outfits seem very Ultimate and style. And like that version of Captain America specifically, that version of Thor, like yeah. just, they're, they're very, like they were the updated version so it made sense to pull from that version. Yeah. Uh, 2006, Miller worked with Steve McNiven. McNiven? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Steve uh, so good. To start to write uh, Civil War, which was also adapted into a movie. Easily one of the biggest comic book events of, I mean, ever, easily, but I mean, certainly, probably... I don't know, ever. I think it's one of the biggest ever. 
I think it's in the top ten for sure. Maybe I'm oh, just getting I, old. Probably in the top maybe 10. top maybe top five. Like Secret Wars is up there. The original Secret Wars Crisis. Crisis. Is up there. No, I think Marvel Civil War is. I think it's it's one of those. It's one of the ones that people remember. Just, there's so many big moments in it, and it actually like it actually cashed the check that most events write where it's like this is gonna change the like it but didn't last, that... but it stayed. Like, oh, things it, changed for it a while for a few years. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, isn't this all age really? specific i mean what was what we have now is like civil war but back in the day but, you had i mean crossovers really probably started when was when was secret wars that was probably 84. one of the first secret wars and 84. crisis were probably one of the first no, crisis is 85 oh, i'm sorry yeah. i was going more uh like esoteric in the sense of can you really say that civil war was the biggest thing when you had like you know batman dark knight returns you know what i mean that's How not do a crossover you... though we're talking or, or about a big, like, like summer event. Yeah, like that, like the that, big like event books. Of... What about when Robin dies? That Death was huge. Family. That affected the Batman universe. That is basically DC's huge ass universe. You can't tell me they had a phone line I, I that you, you called in I would tell to you kill Jeff, somebody. Death of Superman was probably bigger than Death of Robin because that affected more of a bigger chunk. But I'm of just saying, I, yeah. But I think at the times you're saying Civil War is the biggest. But if you look at time chunks, was it the biggest, or is it just because that's something you? Remember? I do think Civil War is one of those comics though that people outside of comics that's, are aware of. That's what like, got you into comics, isn't it? Or was uh, it, Flash? it? It was around that time. Well, around that. It was, I mean, it was Spider-Man that just, I liked Spider-Man in the beginning, but it was around that time because I was, I, I started reading the tail end of Straczynski's run. And so it was right around that I've time. I've talked to many people that got into comics because of Civil War. Yeah. Oh, no. That's what they went So many memorable get. moments, the Spider-Man unmasking and stuff. What like. about like Apocalypse for X-Men Apocalypse? Oh, that's another one. That's, mm-hmm. that, that's a huge so one. So that's what I'm, what that's, I, good. that's time travel shit. You but, always love that time. Job. Like what I we're do. saying is like they do probably what two of these a year almost now, if now, not more. Yeah, now, so, now it's kind of watered. So it's down really hard it to to stand out. Civil War is one of those ones that people will remember, I think, for yeah. a long time. It was still a special kind of a event, kind of a thing. Where now it's like, what's going to be the next thing? And it was and all the next star thing creators leads into too. The next thing, and it just it just keeps rolling. It was two giant names on a mini series that was going to change everything. You know. So, yeah. And and like I said, it did yeah. for a little while. Go ahead, Mary. All right. 2009, Miller wrote Old Man Logan. Oh, yep. God. One, of the, one of the best Wolverine stories. It's one of my favorite Marvel comics ever. I, it's one of my favorite miniseries exactly. ever. Yeah, the Jason Aaron run on Wolverine is, a, is really, really close for me mm. on that as far as the best ones. We did Comic Book Club on that, didn't we? Yeah, that yeah. was Old Man Logan. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that was the first one, wasn't it? Or the second remember. one? I think the first Old one was Man Lock and Key. Lock and Key was the first one. Yeah. Then Old Man that. Logan was second. Yeah, I love that. And again, that's Steve McNiven again. And we're doing Lock and Key too. Yep, that'll be in like two weeks. Yeah. Sweet. It's gonna be great. Sweet. Uh, 2004. We're going back a little. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're backing up. Beep. Who's making the rules Beep. here? I do. Uh, he launched his creator-owned line called Miller World. Yeah. This is his, the in, 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 wasn't it called something else before? <laughs> Independently I don't think owned. So. It was just Image. I said my word. I thought that was right. Just Image, and then he yeah. was putting so much stuff out that he's like, "I'm going to make my own universe in Image, and it's going to be Miller." Why am I trying to feel like there was something? Like, did, didn't he have something else like, like with Kickass and stuff that didn't well, that have was, like its I own? I thought that was Image too, right? Yeah, it was all was well. It? I I Icon, was, which was Icon the is Marvel, the thing I'm thinking of. That was just their like Marvel's indie 
Oh, okay. they were trying. The they that's were what trying I'm thinking of, that, though. Okay, your own stuff there, and okay. didn't last very long. That's mm-hmm. that's where the that's where he started with the indie stuff. Was oh, the, okay. the icon? I knew there was stuff. something. I was like, "There's another name that's trying to come out of my." I couldn't remember what it was. Okay, go ahead. Independently owned comic book, uh, yeah. with ownership split between the Miller and the, his artist 50-50. Good for him. Good for you, Jeff. <laughs> Uh, the first book under Miller World, w- wow, Miller World, was uh, Wanted. Hmm. That, that was, was the first one. That was the first wow. one. That was a while. Yes. Made yeah. into a movie too. Made into a movie. Did not worse. follow the comic, but yes, did not. But they were both still good. Yes, equally good. <laughs> that and then curve in two thousand eight, bullshit. What's that? Two thousand eight, we had Kickass. Mm-hmm. Kickass is, is and that, that was, was that was movie. one which was interesting because he was literally he. That book came out. He'd sold the rights mm-hmm. before it was even yeah, done. Yeah, that's right. They were making the movie while he was still writing the comic book. Mm. So I don't know if you have you guys read Kick Ass. Yeah. No. Okay, so you've I've seen also the never movie. Seen I'm the guessing. Movie. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so you can, you see really? halfway through that movie where it it follows the comic book really well, and then halfway and then through it just, it just goes. Is that where they ran out? Because they didn't have any. It's just like Full Metal. No, it's not, dude. Yes, it is. No, No, I mean, as in, as in, it follows, and then to a point, it's like, oh well, they caught up, so they just did their own thing, and it was terrible. (laughs) They were uh, both good for what it was. That's the that's the best thing Ramita Junior's ever done for me. Like that's that's where I think his art is best because I mean he has his critics, and I'm one of them from time to time. But Ramita Junior on Kick Ass is is awesome. Like that that black and white style. Like it just it was him leaning into what he does instead of trying to do a house style for Spider Man with Straczynski for parts. Of, I don't know. There, there's just Ramita Junior. There's there's times where it was like, what are you doing? But like I mean, Kick Ass <laughs> is pretty sweet. Um, the other books that he did for under Miller World I was will probably interrupt you on every one of these. Chosen. Okay, that's my book. That's my book. That's <laughs> he my. He did it under. Oh, I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, it was called Chosen. No, uh, I know that. <laughs> oh, that's the same thing. American Jesus and Chosen. Was... Oh, I didn't know that because it wasn't. It was Image. It wasn't his. Yeah, image, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Is Miller World? Yeah. No, but it wasn't his Miller World. Miller it, World not originally, under, it wasn't? No, it wasn't. No, originally it probably wasn't. No. Oh. I mean, well, now, now it's being published. If it's oh. under Image, it's all creator-owned anyway. Did, did they ever explain why they changed the title? I don't know. I think I'm sure a there's a reason shit. for it. I'm sure he's talked about it somewhere. Yeah. Well, why don't you I don't know why. Yeah, oh, I sure. see. Uh, uh, the Unfunnies and War Heroes, which were distributed by different publishers. Oh, uh-huh. So, uh, then we go into the 2010s. Oh, yep. 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 Uh, so in 2010, Miller actually left Marvel for uh, to commit full time to Miller World, uh, which is where he's been ever since. He hasn't done yeah. anything for. Yeah, I don't think he's done anybody. anything for anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. So he wrote Nemesis. Nemesis is. <laughs> it, he got it, so it, excited. Is, it is Batman if Batman was a bad guy, <laughs> and it's awesome. I like and that. And I think he did that with McNiven. I think that oh, was God him and McNiven. Okay, well. And it was so awesome. And it's one that he's like, I'm going to come back and do a sequel. Because mm. he's usually a one and done kind of guy. Like, Kick-Ass is kind of the exception because he's yeah. done multiple of those. But Nemesis is one when it ends. You're like, I want more of this. Mm. And I've he men- said he's going to, but nothing's mm. come of that. I've um, mentioned on this podcast before that there's just those those teams, right? When, like, Jeff Johns, Gary Frank, Snyder Capullo, like freaking miller mcniven it's just they're one of those teams like when they get together i'm like oh good shit's gonna happen like they're just they're one of those that they work together a lot like 
Morrison, Frank Quietly, like they're just one of those, man. If they get together, keep your eye out because some good shit's about to go down. So I do have notes on um, who was going to be making either a movie or a TV series, uh, but you know, I don't know if anything has been done with it or if it's been canceled. But Nemesis was optioned by 20th Century Fox by Tony Scott to direct. Well, Disney owns well, that shit now. Yeah, and Tony so. Scott is dead. So there you go. That was back in 2010. So, uh, Superior. Like, Captain America isn't in this. Uh, <laughs> and then we have Superior. Superior. Again, my interruption. <laughs> you will love this. It is a. It's a different take on kind of a combination of Shazam and Superman, mm-hmm. where it's kind of a crippled boy who wishes to be. A, he wants to be a superhero, and this evil space monkey comes down and gives him powers. <laughs> There's and the drugs, it, and it kind of yeah, it kind of goes from there, and it's it's it, it's a fun one. I think you you Morrison taught him well, and I believe do you have info info on movie or info? TV on that info? Uh, it info? was taken by Fox with Matthew Vaughn as producer. Okay, Matthew Vaughn is the one that's obviously Kingsman. Kingsman. Yeah, he's yeah. Mark Miller's guy. I don't know if they're even connected. I don't know. Is Mark Miller really involved that much in the movies of his shit that get made? I don't know, to be honest. So I guess it's not fair to call him Mark Miller's guy. He probably does it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe uh, Matthew Vaughn is just a fan. Yeah. And every be. time there's a there's a an I an option out there for one of his films or his stories to be adapted to film, he's like, I'll direct it. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, 2012, we have Super Crooks. Super Crooks and American Jesus were both taken by Waypoint Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Hmm. When? Hmm. When was that? 2012. Hmm. Which means you would have saw it by now. Yeah. yeah exactly. Then we have Kingsman. Sequ- Kingsman. 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 Nope. Peter Parker. Kingsman. Kingsman. Kingsman Secret Service. Uh, then we have Kick Ass. Have, have you guys have seen Kingsman, right? Kingsman. No. Yeah, I, saw the, King's first, I saw the first no. one. Oh, oh my God, woman. Oh, no. Those are so good. You need to see the second one. I've also never seen Kick Which the oh, comic was called Secret Kick-Ass Service, Kick-Ass right? Two. Secret Service, yeah. yeah. And again, that was another one that when it came out in trade, it was Kingsman. Kingsman yeah. They changed the title. Smart branding. Uh, Kick-Ass 2, Hit Girl. Kick-Ass 3, Jupiter's Legacy, Jupiter's Circle. Jupiter's Children. I Jupiter's don't have butt? Jupiter's children. No. I want to say they Jupiter ascending. They no, they changed. They changed one of them halfway through. I think it was like Jupiter's Jupiter's legacy. Jupiter's children. I can't remember, but I think that's one he still hasn't finished. I think that was Mila supposed Kunis to be a trilogy. Just kidding. No. I'm that, just was kidding. So, that was so. Channing Tatum played a dog man. <laughs> <laughs> he was a dog. He played man. a better dog man in uh, This Is the End. That's true. <laughs> Go on, Mary. Can you? This is a name. Oh god, it's gonna that be I'm good. not gonna be able to say. Do it, dude. Lorenzo. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no. She's like no. Forget no, me. No. Do no. Forget oil. me. Bob. <laughs> no. 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 You got no. 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 This I don't want to like, butcher this. This is like a 16-letter last name. Okay. Mm-hmm. De Bonaventura. Let's go with that. Yeah. Whoa! Do you okay. think? Do you think like people in other countries do that shit? Smith. Or she's like, she's like, and he collaborated with this American guy. Now forgive me, George. John Jordson, Johansson. Probably butchered that. I'm sorry. 
No, because they're not uneducated swine. Over there. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm uneducated. I don't know how to say people's names. Uh, so this what? I, I don't mean to interrupt. Yes. What was the name that she kept saying? I think it was a creator oh. focus. And I go, are you doing this? For, for like three quarters yeah. of the podcast. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what don't that remember. is. It was something with X-Men. Um, and I kept like, I don't oh. know what that is. What does she keep saying? And then it finally hit me. I'm like, wait, are you trying to say this? Ooh. That was good. That was good times. That was really good. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to judge you forever. <laughs> don't judge me. I think uh, she cut it out. I did. Oh, yeah. I did. See, I'll, tell okay. I'll tell you why later. I'll tell you why later. So he took, or they, I don't know their pronouns, uh, took Jupiter's legacy and Jupiter's circle under, oh, it says his, under his wing and started development. But you typed that. (laughs) Okay. And started development in 2016. But in 2018, it was announced that Netflix had given the series order for a television adaptation of Jupiter's legacy. Oh, no shit. Okay. So we're just, that's one of the many things we're waiting on. Yeah. It's crazy that we've seen nothing of that, though. Because that's been, it's been a few years. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Mm-hmm. What's the holdup, really? Well, they called me. Someone had a broken <laughs> leg. It was really bad. Like, fuck, My they leg. even got lock and key out before that shit. We've been waiting <laughs> on that bitch for a long ass time. Yeah. Uh, then we have Starlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you yes. Want to see something? No, yes. it was awesome. It, yep. Uh, Starlight was uh, also taken by 20th Century Fox, but. We all know. When Disney's got that shit now, they don't probably care about it. Uh, then we have MPH. MPH is about a group of criminals that come up with a drug that mm-hmm. kind of give them flash powers, basically. Oh, okay. They can run really fast. Oh, all right. Then we have Huck. Huck is another amazing. book. Huck was like. good. Yeah. This uh, one I haven't read. Oh, you should read that. Yeah. But did he do more than just the one? Or is it, no, was it just was the just one? That. I think it says volume one on it, though, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. But. So does most of his other things, yeah. too. Yeah. So does Reborn. Yeah. Uh, this was picked up by by Jeff Rob Rob Nobs. <laughs> this was picked up by Jeff. He just wanted to fund the movie himself. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Rob Nobs Studio 8. He okay. put some money together and decided to buy is. film rights to a, to a property. And then we have Chrononauts. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's it, done two of those, actually. It says, mm-hmm. in development at Universal. I could see that. It's a time travel thing. Universal likes their time travel stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Empress and then Reborn. So, and then we already said it, but Miller World was purchased by uh, Netflix in August 2017 for an undic- undisclosed sum. I don't know. Which it, means it hundreds of millions of dollars. It's a lot. Oh, yeah. It, it's undisclosed. I swore they had a number because I feel like everybody was like, damn, yeah. like Mark Miller got yeah. paid. I feel like they the number is public. Uh, Kick-Ass and Kingsman not. were not part of the deal, though. Yeah. yeah. So, so they which, were... which, I mean, it's fine because they've already been they've done. Already done yeah. and I don't think well, I would think they would be owned by whoever did it, right? Although I, do think, although I do think Kick-Ass would be in a pretty Kick-Ass like, TV show. <laughs> like, Kick-Ass would be a Kick-Ass TV show. Yeah. No, I don't know. That wasn't purposely He's done, also, but... since Reborn, he's done The Magic Order, yep. Prodigy, yeah. Sharky the Bounty Hunter. That's right. Sharky, I, I heard Bounty Magic Hunter? Order was amazing. I was gonna read that for this, but I, then those didn't. are the I have not read those three. But then you had to read Starlight because it's been sitting in our house for exactly. Months. But I've had I've heard Magic <laughs> Order was phenomenal. And his newest uh, work coming out is Book Two of American Jesus. Only ten years dun, later. Dun, dun, oh. dun. Really? He's gonna do that'll be interesting to see what happens. That's coming out soon, is it? The first issue came out Christmas Eve. It oh. was there. It was a. It was a. It was oh, yeah. one of those. You know how Image 
especially Kirkman likes to do their surprise things. Yeah. It was a surprise thing. It just showed up. Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah, this is happening now. Okay. Sweet. Okay. Book reports. Thank you for teaching us about Mark Miller. You're welcome. We all learned. We all grew. Yes. <laughs> you can all laugh at my not being able to pronounce anything. There's it was like, only two I words. know how to read. I just don't know how to Honestly, talk. Honestly, the, uh, the communion <laughs> photo and the Sonic comic was enough. Like, that was worth it right there. Like, that, those those two nuggets of information. Wow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find that Sonic comic somewhere. There's got to be. I don't know. We'll have to check eBay. But oh, yeah. Now we're going to do some book reports. Okay. Okay. So, I read Starlight, Starbright. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Shooting star, I wish tonight or whatever. Shut however, up. However, however, you shush. Uh, obviously by Mark Miller and who's the artist? Kelly, do you know? Uh, it's a name. Who, it was hard to pronounce. So. Oh, Goran Parlov, and it's it's beautiful. It works for the story, definitely. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a gorgeous book. It's weird though because the art to me screened very like all ages YA books, but this isn't mm-hmm. that. I mean, yeah. or, I mean, I guess it could be, but it's really not. Um. I really enjoyed it. It's uh, it's about this guy uh, Duke McQueen, that's a uh, old sad man, <laughs> that's recently lost his wife. His family, douchebags. His kids don't his give kid a fuck died. about him, and you find out that uh, he believes that he went to space to go save this planet when no, he was he very did. young. Okay, hold on. Well, this is what he's telling people. He was a yeah. fighter. Was it a fighter? He was an Air Force pilot, Air Force pilot. Yeah. that got sucked into a wormhole or something. That basically, he, he claims that he saved this alien world and nobody believed him. And so now he's old. His wife has just passed away. His kids won't give him the time of day. And uh, an alien shows up and says that that planet he helps. Again. Yep, they need him once more. And so he suits back up and, and goes out there and they have a wacky space adventure. It's really fun. Um, the first issue made me feel like this book was going to be something different than what it was just because that first issue, I'm like, oh, this is going to be fucking sad. Yeah, like, it was, like it was When sad. he's sitting there, when like... His, when what he, was it? Was it Thanksgiving or Christmas? No, it was the, it was the anniversary of the, the wife's oh, passing. Oh, that what it was? Okay. It was the first anniversary of the wife's yeah. death. And he was like, he's like, I just really feel like, you know, me and my kids, we all just need to be at the same dinner table tonight. I'm so looking forward to it because life gets canceled. so busy yeah. and then everybody cancels. And like, you know, I hope you're not too upset dad or whatever and there's like this shot of him with like this huge dinner table spread of stuff he's like no it's not a big deal at all whatever and it's like oh man what a fucking you know <laughs> but uh, he goes back to this planet and does the does the deed again obviously it, it, it's cool I don't want to give away too much of it just in case you want to read it it's a six issue miniseries it's really fun I, there, there's a little. Uh, so are we doing no spoilers for these or what? I usually don't. I, no. I mean, yeah. we, 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 I'm we, spoiling the shit out of this because it's old. Kylie, Kylie usually <laughs> well, does. Well, mine is old too. Oh, you yeah. better spoil the crap. Kylie out of usually that. does. It, it, it's up to whoever's decided to talk about it. How old is this, Starlight? It's fairly recent, right? So. Oh, within yeah. the last seven or eight years, okay. maybe. I mean, it's um, it's been a while. Maybe six. The only, the only thing I will say is there's a nice silver lining at the end okay. that Ooh. when they do um, a, come back to Earth, that he the alien that brought him there does make sure that he gets the credit he deserves and he gets to kind of show off what a hero he is to his family and everything and convince the doubters that called him a liar before. I, I, I really thought that was a nice touch at the end. I was like, oh, like it felt nice for him to get to like no look see i'm not yeah. fucking because like his kids have always he says like his kids have always treated him differently since he started talking about 
going to this alien planet. Like they they never believed him. And yeah, they just thought he was crazy. Yeah, which I mean, you you would of think course, that. Yeah. And I I did like when uh, the alien does come back in that mm-hmm. first issue, say we need your help, and he's like, I'm an I'm an old guy now. I can't do this. It's like that doesn't matter when they hear that you are back. That that's gonna be exactly. that's gonna make all the and difference. And it's true. Yeah. And it, it's weird. I, I have this weird moment reading this book because there's a scene where he's in like one of his like. We gonna call like office or trophy rooms where he has like all the newspapers mm. and he has like his suit in the one like case or whatever. It was a very like Mister Incredible vibe to me, like that scene of like him looking at all the like the olden days stuff. And then there's a line in this in this book that's like, word for word from The Incredibles where there's a part where he says, "What are you waiting for?" And the kid goes, "I don't know, something amazing, I guess." And that's that's from The Incredibles. Okay. So I was yeah. like, I was like, okay, so that makes me feel like that was deliberate now. Probably. I don't know. Or, I mean, like, it's not the most, like, specific line of all time, but I, I just, it was already in my head. So when I read it, I was like, ooh. <laughs> so. Do it again. I was <laughs> <laughs> So, that's Starlight. Kylie, right. tell us about. Are you saving me for last? Yeah. Oh, Superman. Well, you never saved Superman. me for oh, last. Oh, I saved the best for last. The best. Even if it's Russian Superman. Um, oh, this book was get so, out your readers. Mine was American Jesus. Okay, so wait, when did this come out? Uh, 1994? I can't remember. 2000s. No, it oh. it 2000. So I'll just I'll preface this with the, the funny thing on, the, on the back. If you open the trade up. American Jesus? Coming Merc. fall 2009, oh, okay. American Jesus Book 2, The Resurrection. Which just came out on Christmas Which Eve. Which just came out. 2019. 2019, Christmas Eve. <laughs> I remember later. when this came out in single issues. Yeah, it was only, it was only three shelf. issues. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it was, it was, was called, small book, it was called Cho- The Chosen. Before. Who, dro- uh, who drove Who drove it? Who, who drove it? <laughs> um, Peter Gross. Who drove the story with his, <laughs> his with, pencil. With his pencil. Peter Gross drove the stories. His, his artistic <laughs> vision. I have no <laughs> idea. What but happened? It's, it's gone awesome, though. <laughs> but anyway, I probably had a pair on my head. Um, so it's about it starts out with the uh, three school buddies they're have you guys not read this no oh this is an amazing book they're that's um, what makes these episodes fun they're walking as as young boys well probably probably not you you probably don't re- remember this but they they found that hey there's this porn magazine out in the woods somewhere we're gonna go find this porn magazine yeah, Kylie's childhood. So they're yeah, it's I mean, very yeah, very I'm sex all, criminals, like, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Very yeah. sex criminals. Yeah, we did talk um, about that. On so sex they're criminals. they're walking. They're you know trying to get to where they've heard that this magazine is, and oh, yeah. uh, and the kid's name is. It seems like so much effort to go to for nudity. No, yeah. no, no. It was perfect um, back in, a, in a modern what is age. The kid's name? It's Christiansen. His last name is Christiansen. His first name's Jamie, I think. JC. Oh, okay. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. I get it, but, uh, uh, but <laughs> they're they're getting ready to go under like an, uh, they're going under an overpass, so the traffic's up above them. And up above the overpass, this person's dog, whose name is Angel, really, oh, really heavy handed. Oh, there, I get it. Runs out in front of an eighteen wheeler truck. Eighteen oh. wheeler swerves out of the way, goes over the cliff, and lands on this kid. Wow. He comes out of it. No scratches, no bruises. And this is JC. Yeah. Okay. Is that um, the only name they give him? Or like is it like John Carter? I think or something? it's Jamie. John Carter. Not John Carter. <laughs> that, just, that just came out. <laughs> um if Aaron would Jamie either tell me or give me uh, I'm getting there. Simon is Simon Pegg actually gave the opening. Yeah, Simon Pegg wrote the introduction. Um 
I'm going. Keep going. This is, this is good. This is good. So I'm going with Jamie. I'm, I'll probably be wrong, but, um, but um, there. Jody. Okay, Jody. Jody Christiansen. Um, while he's in the hospital, um, a nurse comes in and is kind of talking about how he's he's special. And you're, you're you know you're meant for bigger things, and she even kind of like gives hints that, like she knows something more is going on. She's like, ask ask your mom why she makes your dad sleep in the back bedroom every night. You know, like they haven't had sex in the last thirteen years, and you know you should ask your parents some questions. Um, and then he goes to when he finally is her name Mary. It actually isn't. Ah, okay. Um, then I'll, I, I'm going to spoil the shit out of this, so you will find out why her name is not Mary. Oh, mm-hmm. this. Um, he it's goes back. He, he goes back to school, and after you know being out for a couple weeks, and um, he gets called in uh, by his teacher. Who he, they just did a test, and his teacher holds him after class, and he's yelling at him about his test, and he's like, he, and he's like, oh, did I did I fail? Because he's, I guess he's he's a bad student usually, you know. Yeah, he's kind of always getting into trouble mm-hmm. and just skipping school. Teachers like, no, no, you got a hundred percent, which is ridiculous. Because even when you cheat, you cheat off of people who get like D's and stuff. So a hundred percent is mm-hmm. obviously you're you've done something. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, no, I just happen to know this stuff. It just came to me. I knew this stuff. So the teacher starts growing him. It was about uh, John F. Kennedy and his administration. So he's asking him questions, and the kid is just like answering them just boom yeah. boom boom and like you know who is his secretary of agriculture and all this yeah. and he, the kid knows it all and he's like oh this is weird um and his mom's coming to pick him up from school and the teacher had taken him to the teacher's lounge and they have him standing on a desk and all the teachers are just like throwing out like mathematical equations and, he's and all these questions he's answering everything um so then it, it he starts to kind of get the idea because people are kind of putting it in his head that you're Jesus. You're the, you're yeah. the resurrected Christ, basically. Oh, gotcha. And his um, mom reaffirms it for him, too. Of course, it's in America. Because she was a virgin when she gave birth? Actually, yes. No, she actually wasn't a virgin. Oh. She says, uh, right here. So my, that it's Satan's child. Only reason we live together is because the elders in the church wanted you to grow up in a nice, stable home. We never yeah. have had sex. She, yeah, she's never had sex with the man she lives with, but she did have him as a baby. She mm-hmm. has another. She she even oh. mentions in the book. It's another per. It's another. Oh, so baby. he's not the father. Okay. Yeah, he's not that father. Got it. Um, so then the kids at school um, kind of want him to start doing performing miracles, and like yeah. of course, like the the preacher and what town, turn water into chocolate milk, water into wine. Actually, <laughs> actually, yeah. yeah he, um, but they all they all go up to the the hillside and they bring fish and they bring loaves of bread and they bring bottles of water oh, they bring a what they called like a blind kid but he just he had he looks like bubbles from uh, Trailer Park Boys he oh, just God. has really thick glasses really bad eyesight but he he like cures a kid with asthma and it's just like these little things that are that are happening and the priest in town has kind of lost his faith because like yeah, his brother was so stabbed sad. by a homeless person. Is the media going crazy yeah. with this? No, 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 not no, not it's, yet. It's just uh, it's like, just the small town. I think they're in Illinois or something. But um, they go up to the hill and they're trying to, you know, do these miracles. And he he tries to cure the blind the you know quote unquote blind kid, uh, and he ends up not really needing his glasses anymore. But um, the kid, he's kind of the bully. It's the kid whose father was driving this the semi truck who's in a coma in the hospital this kid's getting really annoyed that he's getting all this attention and he's finally like screw you you don't have any powers 
because he was like the water wasn't turning into wine. He wasn't multiplying the loaves of bread. So he yeah. was like, I'm going to go try and walk on water. And the one kid's like, no, you're just going to die. This is ridiculous. You need to stop this. And he goes to turn around, walk away. And the kids that are holding like the two liter bottles, it's mm. now red. It has turned to wine. And they're oh. like, holy shit. Um, and that's the only thing that happened. But by the time he gets home, like it's traveled through town. Like he had, he made Snickers bars appear and the loaves did, you know, multiply. Oh, but he, yeah. I mean, he did do it. He did change the water. Into is Mark wine. Miller a real religious guy or anything by any means? Or is this just some, a story he wanted to tell? So, yeah. Um, and then at one point the bully comes to his house. Yeah. And because he, he kept telling people you need, you, you need, or he keeps telling him you need to stop making people believe that you're jesus i'm gonna you know? crucify you or, yeah and so he finally pulls him out of the house and he's like uh, you know if you're, you're not stopping i'm taking you to the hospital my dad's still in a coma we're living off spaghettios because no one in the family works he can't work because he's in a coma you're gonna go if you are what you are you're gonna go save him and he goes in and like 10 minutes later his dad walks out he's he's oh, cured him from the coma. and i like this at this precise moment in time i think the town of priora pretty much lost its collective mind yeah that that this is when that's when news the media, starts hitting and oh, people yeah. really start getting crazy he's, the, the dad fox is so news liked. found out there was a little kid no, in the midwest healing he, oh good lord oh yeah it'd be crazy is he a white kid yeah he's oh yeah, good he's lord yeah <laughs> There's a white boy in the Midwest all, that's causing miracles. Good lord! All over that, but he he goes to talk to the priest to kind of like he he wants more knowledge of this, and the priest is like, "It's not, you're not Jesus." And the priest, like I said, has lost his faith. He's had some heart yeah. time. I think his mother, I, I know the school teacher's mother had a brain tumor, and he had him come over to save the mom, and the mom just wanted to die. She's like, "I'm I'm ready." She's talked to this little kid. She had time with this little kid, and the kid's like, this is what heaven's like. Mm. You'll get to see her. It's basically what this is saying is like everything that people believed in the Bible is actually true, even mm -hmm. though they not don't necessarily believe it. So she was like, I'm ready to die. So the school teacher was kind of pissed at him for not saving his mom. She's He's like, that's a that's your opinion on how I'm saving her. She's she's ready for it. She wants to go. Mm. And he's like, she'll be, she'll be gone in a week and a half. You need to get this stuff ready. Mm. But... But he goes to the priest and he like lashes out at this kid um, because he's lost his faith. And, and um, so the priest goes to pray to, to ask God for a sign. And he, the priest is actually taking the dog angel that had run off to the truck. He's, mm -hmm. he's taking care of that dog now. And the guy who just got out of the coma who's driving the truck is relearning how to drive because he's pretty messed up yeah. in the accident. They're driving. They didn't take his license away for hitting a kid. Because <laughs> okay. it was an accident. He, I mean, he swerved. Oh, well, I mean, if it was an accident, then yeah, screw, yeah. Um, but um, I haven't gotten to that part yet, Aaron. Jeez. Cool. They got it. They go to, it, it. So it's it's redoing what just happened at the beginning of the book. It's the same guy driving, the, but the family's in the car this time. Mm. Um, they're arguing. The dog. There's kids playing baseball. It's like this perfect storm that happens. A kid hits a home run. The dog kind of gets distracted and goes running after the ball. The guy's driving. He's yelling at the wife. The dog, the again, angel jumps in front of the car. And then you get a, a panel of black. Kids are like, oh, my God. Yeah. The next thing it shows up is the priest. He's got the body of the dog wrapped up in this bloody blanket. And he's come to the kid's house. And he's like, you need to save the dog. 
And he's like, I can do this. And the parents are just like, they don't want anything to do with this. Like, this is ridiculous. This isn't really happening. And he like clears the kitchen counter off and they put the dog on it. And you don't really, they don't really show you the dog, but like the dog, the dad's even like the, the his head, the dad mentions like the dog's head is like in two different pieces. Like this, this dog is dead. You're not saving it. He's like, I can do this. And he goes to do it. Like he, like all the, the bulbs in the city yeah. are blowing up. Lightning is coming down. And at the end, the dog is all back to normal. And so now the priest is like, he's got his sign from God. This is great. The people who have dropped the kid off to the parents that, you know, like you're going to have this baby and you're going to raise this child. They are, they are now like, okay, this is out of hand. We're going to take him to Washington now where, where we're located. We're, we're going to take him back. And of course, the parents have raised this kid for all these years, so there's a little bit of a like I don't want the kid to go, Kirk but whatever. Oh. And the so the end of the book, they're getting in this Chrysler limo or whatever the, to drive him to the airport, what? and it's the lady from the yeah. hospital mm. uh, that was talking to him earlier, and she's like, "Oh, you know, we're, we've decided it's time for you to meet your father. We're gonna go meet your father." He's like, "This is this is awesome, you know." It's the it's president like, of the United States, and uh, he's like, "So so we're gonna go meet God," and she's like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, well, God's my dad, right? And she's like, well, I guess in a way God is because he was like the first thing there. But we're going to go see your real dad. And he's like, well, who's my real dad? Satan. Satan is your real dad. Ah! So he was the Antichrist. Ah, I knew it. So oh, the, shit. what he hadn't mentioned is the reason why this book was so well written. Twist? Well, twist. the twist was really nice, but. When you read the single issues, it actually is the young lad, you can tell. It is Jody, but it's coming from... Oh, I apologize. There's a microphone there for a reason. <laughs> it is actually... Um, he's narrating it. So his older self is narrating the story. Well, I hadn't gotten to that because that was literally the last page. Oh, I apologize. Keep going. No, on. you can go. It's no, no, it's... no. I, I refuse. Keep going. No, you're telling it now. Go for it. So the cool thing is, is you never in the three books, it wasn't until the end that you saw the older self in very slick, nice tie. And, and he's always in a, sh you don't see his face. He's it's always very shadow. And I can't tell. Do you know why he's talking and telling his story to this gentleman? Is it just because it's the end of the world? Uh, probably. So he's because telling it's his coming story. up to the, fun, yeah. the final battle, basically, and he's between like, him and, and Jesus. And he's walking down the stairs all calm and. He says, you know, I'd really like to to meet the son of God because, you know, Jesus is son, because we have so much con common. Our fathers are basically what egomaniacs and everything. And as he's walking down, you see Air Force One pop up and he's been the president of the United States the whole time. Huh. So oh, a sure. little bit of both, baby. A little oh. bit of both. But he does say in that, in that like, the, he's way, the, the narration the second coming's coming. when he finds out it's Satan, he's like, well, you know, in this situation, nobody would really think that. If you're if you if you're manifesting these powers, you wouldn't automatically think I'm the son of Satan. You're gonna go with and it was oh I am yeah. the son of God. I am Jesus. And it was actually really sad because the uh, whoever was interviewing him, I'm not quite sure why I mentioned. Well, did your dad have a good laugh? And he's all, oh yes, he did. They all did. And so you kind of have to ponder like how evil satan was and it was but it was watching this kid and i still remember at the time you were watching this kid who had this vision of hope and glory and it was just subtly changed until the very end until it was very 
sad and caustic and everything like Did that. he get shit for this book at no, all? No. Usually anytime so. you write about shit like yeah, this, well, you're going to... like the cover, oh, it was the cover epic for the first the one is the little kid crucified on a... Yeah. On a telephone pole. That oh, was the cover of the first book. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's bold. And I don't think nowadays that would be going on. And oddly enough, that's the only book you could find, right? The number one. If I remember correctly, at this comic book store, at least Night Flight at the time, we couldn't find two or three. You couldn't actually finish the story. So you could get people into issue number one, but we could oh, never get... as far get... as like getting reorders mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, you yeah, couldn't yeah. get issue two or three. So the oh. problem was... And then you you're like ended it, and it's one of those books where you're like... Are you gonna? Are you gonna finish? Gonna and we never had it till now, I guess. Yeah, issue, so was, issue uh, one is basically. I won't get too heavily into that since it's only the first issue. It's out. It's it's the story of Mary. Basically, it's uh, it, it, you, it's not the Christ <laughs> character yet. It's oh wait, I think it's like 1976 Brooklyn, <laughs> okay. and it's this. It's and she's an African American girl oh. uh, she's dating a boy that the father hates and she's they haven't done anything they haven't ki- they haven't even kissed and she's pregnant and suddenly she's pregnant and the mother's like freaking out because they go to the doctor and the doctor's like yeah you're eight you are like eight weeks pregnant or like you know she's yeah. you know and she's like but and the mother's freaking out she's like but we haven't done anything and so she goes to take her to get an abortion and everything that could possibly go wrong goes wrong like that that it's not happening they're not going to be able to abort this baby and so they're going to go back in a couple weeks to do it again they apologize that all this stuff like the doctor starts bleeding from his eyes all the equipment malfunctions just horrible stuff happens divine intervention yeah (laughs) she she's getting on the bus at some point divine interference this african-american gentleman in a white suit pops up behind her and she's like oh my god you're the guy from my dream you're you're an angel he goes. We need to talk. I'm God. And he pretty it's much Morgan he's exp- he's explaining to her everything, basically the plan. Like mm. you, you got the Son of God inside mm. you. We mm. need to take you away right now. Um, and he's telling her the future. Like in, by 2028, everyone's going to have chips in them. It all starts with the internet. And he's t- explaining stuff to her. And he even mentions like the war in Iraq and the t- the twin towers falling. There's a big double plate page spread of the towers because she mm. looks up and sees them, and oh, she's shit. just like he's telling her all this stuff, and she's like, "This is insane." It's like, go to the bus station. Your boyfriend's waiting for you because the boyfriend is like he's decided to stick with her. He believes her. He's very it's very Mary and Joseph story. Like he's st- he's sticking on with him. her, and but she wants to go talk to her parents, and he's like, "Your parents are already dead." And then it shows like people like running in and like storming the apartment because oh, they, they're going to kill her basically it's oh. the guy from the first book who had given the antichrist to these other people oh gotcha um and it's them leave it's them leaving and the last page is the bus driving and the sign is like next stop waco texas so like, he's like i don't want to get too much into it let me is tell it you the, the whole same thing. artist <laughs> yeah it's the same artist it's the same team oh nice Oh, yeah. so it was good, and we went we went very far into that. I apologize. Oh, that's fine. If you have, it's a, not as like bad it. as your your uh, your baby teeth <laughs> when we did the Donny Cates episode. That was a drunken train wreck. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> was it like Come like forty five minutes of Kylie trying to explain baby teeth to no like. <laughs> Success to no whatsoever, and I I was ready for it too. Damn it, that's oh, what pissed me off. Even was McCord like, was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, so she is no, not her, the other girl. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Oh, that was fun to listen to. 
Mary, tell us about Superman Red Sun. Superman Red Sun is about Superman if he was sent to Soviet Russia mm-hmm. instead of uh, 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 Smallville, Kansas. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, America. What year was it's Red the, Sun? Uh, when was it? 2003. He wrote God. it 2001. It's Sorry, like, what if Krypton old. would have blown up like mm-hmm. a couple hours later so that by the time the rocket ship gets there, the Earth would have been farther in its orbit. So instead of landing in Kansas, he lands in Soviet Russia. Oh, yes. yeah. You were saying he had quit DC before they published this. He'd yeah. written it for them, but he he resigned. And then they published it two years after he had left. Yeah. Because he got big. Yes. It's really great. It's, it's amazing. my favorite Superman story. It's my favorite. It's good. It's very it's my, good. It's yeah. it's so good. Yes. It's my favorite. Just oh, it's your favorite? Story. Oh, okay. No, you're like, all my Superman stories, I, it, because I happen to love Vietnam and Russian history. So when mm. they did this book, it was fascinating because at the time, no one really... I mean, they always did those like, what if Superman's evil? But it was very. This long. was the one that felt the most genuine. Yes, though. I, I would yeah. think Batman like, was like a Soviet policeman. Was yeah, he? The, the Batman's Russian a fucking hat. psychopath in this book. Yeah. and it's yeah. such like, a really awesome. Awesome. It's Batman such a really good take on like mm-hmm. uh, nature versus nurture. Yep. So is he inherently always good, or is that something that he's been taught by the Kents? Because Superman, the what? yeah. Kent's. Oh, Kent's. Kent's. What did you okay. think I said? Uh, something <laughs> Something I else. want to repeat. <laughs> oh, that other word with a C. Um. I believe that's cunt. <laughs> we weren't saying that. Just for anybody that needed clarification. Um, He's from Scotland. He because there are a lot time. of people that believe that, like, yeah, like Superman is who he is because he was raised by Jonathan and Martha Kent. But like this version of Superman still believes that he's doing good and he even questions it more and more as the book goes on. Like, are we helping people? Like, are we doing a good thing? So like, yeah, maybe Superman is inherently good. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's interesting. I I like it. He pushes it back. He like, you know, every time somebody brings up, well, we should just take him over. We should just take him over. He's like, no, I don't. We don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And then even like even taking over Russia, he's like. No, I don't want to take over Russia. I don't want to be leadership. I just, I want to protect people. Yeah. It's also, I think this is one of the best, like, Superman v. Luther stories. Yeah. Because it's, it's a chess match, right? The whole the whole story is like, well, I'm going to develop this bomb. Well, I'm going to do this. Well, I'm going to become president of the United States. Like, it, it, the whole thing is, like, yeah. Lex Luthor to his last, like, dying breath trying to, like, defeat this Russian Superman like he's dedicated his whole life to the point where he like pushed it like it, it like he gets the life that he always wanted and it wasn't good enough for him still like he becomes all powerful he's world renowned he becomes president he marries Lois Lane in this universe like he has but like he won't give Lois the time of day like he's so like obsessed with like I gotta beat this fucking Superman that they have over there like I gotta crack the code mm-hmm. and like it's it's funny just to like in any universe. Lex Luthor can't help himself. Like mm-hmm. even when everything falls, like he could have just ignored it and had a good life. Yeah, still it's push. still not enough. And it's really funny. Like in the end, it's all like to no avail because oh, it's yeah. like, well, Kal-El is his relative. Yeah, and um, there's a really great moment in this book that I love, where I think it's when Superman goes to America for the first time, right when he sees Lois uh-huh. when when they're. Uh, there, there, there's like a part where Miller does this really good like dialogue, this like inner monologue where it's like when Lois and and Superman 
meet eyes for the first time it's still like there was a spark there even though they never end up together in this version of the story it's like i'd like to believe that like they are those two you know that even when they collided for that moment it's like oh there was something there like the way she catches his eye for a second and it's kind of like in the in in this timeline it just they crossed and went but it's like there it was still there you know what i mean i i, I really Some enjoy that yeah. yeah who was the artist on this dave johnson gorgeous book i like the colors a lot in it um i don't know what else? it was your book Mary. i'm sorry it's super bad so i'm just like let me tell you everything <laughs> no you said you wanted to discuss something oh i want to know what you think it, it, you kind of brought it up a little bit earlier i want to know what you think about the ending because the story goes that mark miller had the story all written but then didn't know how to end it and Grant Morrison gave him the idea of how to end it, that to it was like it to loop it around. Yeah. Some people hate this. I think it's kind of genius, but like also it. really dumb. <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious like where you where you fall on it. Um, I like it. I- maybe or I guess maybe explain it. So I don't Kylie, do you? It's been a long time since, since I've read it. So essentially billions of years later, our Earth has actually become Krypton. Okay, and it's so just a, Jor-El, it's, it's the yeah. cycle thing. Jor-El yeah, yeah. is his long-distant relative. Kal-El is his long-distant relative. The world's going to blow up. They send Kal-El back in time to try to change their future. And it's just, it's just a never-ending loop. Um, it's so funny because like the first time I read this, I didn't know that story. And then when I heard that, it's like, oh, that was a Morrison idea. I'm like, dude, that makes so much fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> like... Oh, I, I, it is a right turn kind of from yeah. the rest of the book. I'm like, oh yeah, that, that's definitely a Grant Morrison thing. Like now that I know that I'm like, I, I yeah, it makes, it makes so much sense. That yeah. kind of stuff's right up my alley, but mm. I do know like Straczynski's rising stars is mm. very much that way. And it's yeah. a gigantic book and it, it is just a, you know, it's just goes in a cycle. Yeah. You know? The dark tower. I didn't think about it. The that thousands way. and thousands of pages that is the dark tower. <laughs> uh-huh. When you get to the end, like Stephen King even stops like he stops the book like a chapter before it ends and goes if you guys want a happy ending yeah. mm. this Don't is where you more. need to stop you've, yeah. you've gone this far and here's you know, your out this is your out <laughs> but since you have gone this far why don't we go what you know go to the the end of the journey yeah and it literally does just loop back to the beginning yeah and then rereading like you reread that first paragraph of the very first dark tower book you there because you don't know how it ends there's a moment in there where you're like, oh, this is the moment that it's he's looping back on himself because yeah. he has to like stop because he's getting Once busy. Once you know it, like, oh. it makes more sense. And yeah. I love that, but I know that pisses a lot of oh. people off, <laughs> but it's up my alley. Another moment I love. I like it. I like that kind of stuff. Oh, I do too. There's a moment in, speaking of Morrison, there's a moment in All-Star Superman where like in, in that in that story, Morrison's playing with like the 12 trials of Hercules basically, but it's it's Superman, but these are the trials that he has to beat before he dies right superman finds out he's dying in the first issue um and then one of the trials that he it's like you because like he, they meet like the ultra sphinx and like for the first or second issue and he's basically like you know before you die you will do this you will do this and one of the things he tells superman is you will create worlds and whatever and so there's a there's this machine that he has in the fortress of solitude where he is like it's like a, it's kind of like a what if machine whatever kind of thing where like like what if this happened? Like he can like play with ideas, and there's there's an issue where it's like 
because he's he knows he's getting ready to die so he's kind of like i want to see what a world without me looks like because i'm scared of what a world where i never existed looks like and so the world that he creates is ours and so there's a panel of the world he creates and there's a panel of Jerry Siegel is sitting with Joe Schuster and he draws the sketch of Superman for the first time. So in the world he creates, Superman is a fictional character. Mm. And I, I love that. People, some people hate that. I think, like, it's very much it's Morrison meta. being, yeah, too but I don't know. I love that shit so much. Yeah. So I'm I'm down for all of that all day, every single day. So that's that. Anything else on Superman Red Sun? It's about oh. to be adapted to a DC animated movie, if anybody oh, gives a fuck. They better do it right. I, it's, it's one it of those well. things where it's like so the animated movies. Um, I'm it, out by the trailer early already. On, earlier on. Oh, they have they yeah, have just a trailer. They have a trailer. There's a trailer and Lex Luthor's it. not even in it, and I'm like, that's the story. Yeah, it's it's a what? Luther versus Superman story. Uh, uh, I have to admit, it, I have when it came out in the single issues when I was it was on the shelf because now I'm old now that I'm thinking about it. My love for uh, Vietnam and. Russia history it was the sickle if you look at these covers uh, it's beautifully drawn the, oh, yeah. uh, the color of the covers it was like gritty almost of that kind of that's why I really like uh, the red sun mm. um, but uh, it was just so different and uh, you gravitate towards it Oh yeah. and it kind of makes me sad because some of these animated movies I like them up to a point because they're able to follow the storyline for some reason but I don't know if it's a creator thing or if it's the writer thing or they just can't help themselves. I That's think what they I can't think it help is too. Yeah. They just, you're like, you're... It's like, hey, let's take this. Yeah. Crazy. Like, Killing Joke was great. We didn't need the extra 20 minutes at the I beginning. Agree, yeah. Grant, no. I understand why they did it to make it a feature length thing. I would have much rather had a 45-minute version. Yeah. And yeah. not put the whole there Batman was a, bangs back. Oh, yeah. There was a period where the DC movies animated movies were really strong and it seemed like they were really oh, trying right? to adapt they they went away a couple of years ago where it seems like they're kind of like we're taking the name of a thing you like and it's going to be kind of that but it's going to be kind of an interpretation I'm make it more, it's an interpretation more than an adaptation yeah. at this point and it's like the mm-hmm. fact that you don't even have Lex Luthor in the trailer for Superman Red Sun like the whole trailer is just like Soviet Superman it's like that's half the story, yeah. but that's not the story. Like the story is the chess match between these two guys on opposite sides of the earth. Well, I think the story was the fact that they were able to. It was uh, very uh, ingenious in that they flipped everything, but mm-hmm. that I don't know. I didn't realize this until we watched a documentary on. Uh, I can't believe Brooklyn Nine Nine, Nakatomi Tower, Die Hard. Oh, yeah. It's this bro love, right? Yeah. Like, it is really Lex Luthor and, and Superman. It's like this bro battle. And Obsessed with each other. It's like, this, yeah. It is this flip, though. Though Lex Luthor has this, you know, this ability to look good. Mm-hmm. You can't give it he up. He has to win. It's yeah, about like, winning. I mean, yeah. come on. But that kind of sucks. I, I'm not a big fan of the cartoons. If they the, could the stick to the The only one they've the ever form, really gotten, like... The, the closest you're the Dark Knight Returns. The Dark Knight Returns. That was the last was really amazing. good one. Yeah. Yep. All the other ones I've seen, it's like, you guys are so close. Why are you changing this? Why are you going this? It's an animated movie. It's not like you have a... Yeah, I mean, there's a budget, but it's not like, 
oh, we can't do this shot because we can't afford the train or we can't, yeah, you know, it's, exactly. you don't have that in animated movies. There's Why some other ones I think you should things? watch just because I, there are some other really good ones I think you probably have I've watched seen. a lot of them, but again, because I have read the source material, mm. I just walk yeah, away going, well, that sucked. Okay. Why did they do that? Shout yeah. out to that costume design, though, oh, for Red well Sun because right? it's amazing. I think a lot of people have seen it before. Has that popped up in the Crisis miniseries they're doing yet? Are they doing a Red Sun Superman? I don't know. Uh, no, they've never done that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't know what this whole that, big crossover they're doing yeah. on the WB. But I mean, the, the the Superman with the Soviet symbol on his chest is very striking. Like, it's a very striking image. It's subtle, right? Whatever. Like, if you look at the back and the various, they drew different suits and everything. It, the gray and red really yeah, works, too. Yeah, and they had, like, a little, like, his little Russian, like, jacket and everything. But it was... It was so very subtle. It was the sickle. It worked brilliant. It yeah. works. It, yeah, the costume design is on point. So, anything else on Red Sun? That's no. that's other a, than the fact that it was awesome. It's yeah. awesome. It was awesome when I read it, and to it's still awesome. It's and great. It's still awesome. Yeah. It's one of the best Elseworld stories, even Superman or otherwise. Like, yeah. It's just it's, Gotham Gas by Gaslight. It's pretty sweet. Gotham by Gaslight's amazing. I yeah. Haven't read I mean, Kingdom Come obviously is the, is the oh, best Kingdom one, Come, but yeah. I mean, no, yeah. but I mean, I mean Red Sun, oh Red Sun is in that top tier though. Can it's, I say it's really good. I didn't realize how old I was when I first started Aaron, going to Night Aaron, Flight? Aaron, you're old. Yeah. <laughs> when I first started going to Night Flight, I have to admit it was X Men Rogue, and it was I picked it up at the Kmart on Seventh and. Kmart? Yeah, it's a Kmart. It's it was Kmart. seventy, yeah, seventh yeah. and seventy second. No one's gonna Kmart. know. Kmart. Sorry, guys. And it was one of the comics on the little spinners. I used people... to get mine at Fred mm-hmm. Meyer on the spinner. Oh, really? Yeah. Fred Meyer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it, and I went into Nightfly Comics, and I was very lucky. I was actually, I did the Kingdom Come from the single issues. And my grandma things... still calls that Fred Meyer. Fred Meyer. Yeah. Yeah. Fred Meyer. Because it is, it's Fred Meyer. But I do admit that when those single issues came out, it was it was so different. And uh, we were actually talking, like you guys said, with the Civil War. It started slow, but I think the things with comics over time, it was those big issues. You had Kingdom Come, right? Slowly but surely. But then you slowly started having these bigger issues and the artwork. And I think it got bigger and bigger where every issue there was something phenomenal going on in every different part of the industry where that's because they were all it was like who can one up the next yeah right like that's all it's turned into it started getting gore i mean the artists and And then when you get into blackest night and then marvel's like oh now we're doing our our big mutant summer crossover and it's zombies as well but we had this planned before yeah no you didn't because i read it and it was half-assed and you could tell that they pulled this out i have to admit that was one of the hardest moments as comic book store person who was working in comic book store at the time Marvel's always been the pretty girl at the prom, right? Like, every time. But DC came out with something. At that moment in time, they came out. And they were the pretty girl at the prom. And then Marvel <laughs> tried to swoop in. I'm like, come on. Let them have their moment, dude. Let them have their moment. They can both never be great at the same yes, time. right? And I don't know, you know. We're, it, we're in a Marvel time right now. There was a period a year or two ago where DC Rebirth was kicking ass and marvel wasn't in the best place okay 2017 was a bad year for marvel 2018 turned around really well and dc's been kind of in the shitter when straczynski left I mean that, was, that that's was forever, forever ago, oh, but well, shit, guys. but i mean Sorry, they're, they're, they're is finally coming out with a new comic book after oh, really? get out of town yeah. Yeah. anyways 
Mary, should we do some weekly picks? Yes. Okay, tell us about something. Tell us about something that people should be reading, watching, listening to, or engaging it with in some way, shape, or form. Raising Dion. Okay. It's a tell Netflix us about show. Dion. Yes, it is. About a little kid who gets superpowers. What? Yeah. It's actually pretty cool. The parts it's of really it I cool. watched with her. I only saw like okay. an episode or like is half new, an episode. Is it new? Uh, new issue was last year. Oh, okay. So I'm still watching it. I'm watching like one episode every so often. Um, I don't know why. It's good though. It's got really good actors. I love that little kid. He's just so cute. Raising Dion. Yes. Aaron, um, recommend something to the people. Um, we watched... Um, the Witcher. We did watch The Witcher. I need to watch that. With Superman. Superman. He is very... He says fuck a lot. He's he? very handsome and he has a very uh, downplayed... Like he does a, <laughs> a lot. He does really good. We watched The Witcher, yes. I, we've been playing I Miss My Borderlands, but I would say I guess the only thing that we've really been doing other than sitting on our asses is watching Witcher. That is sitting on our asses, though, yeah. too. Yeah, that, too. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, yeah, we did it. We did it in, like, three days, I think. Yeah. It, was pretty, it went pretty quick when we it, were like, let's put on an episode and see how we like it. It was one of those things where I felt bad because I'm a people pleaser, so I hate choosing something in case Kylie doesn't like it, but I thought I like The Witcher because I... I want to play the video game, which I have. I haven't played it. But uh, it's kind of... When I figured out it was different timelines, that's when it got a lot funner, actually. Because the show has different timelines. And you don't hit that until, like, episode four. Where yeah, you're like, where you're Wait like, Wait a oh, minute, that person's sh- dead. And then, you're, then yes, your mind starts putting it all together. You're like, we're uh, watching three different timelines. Well, and happening. I have to actually say I appreciated that they didn't tell you. They didn't dumb it down. You yeah, had to figure it out nice. on your own, right? No, I don't have to figure it out now. Yeah. Well, I... Uh, spoiler. Spoiler. Anyways, it was really <laughs> Go back and pretty. edit my spoiler before she started talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. I did have to admit one of the things was it ended um, kind of abrupt for me. I don't... I didn't, think, I didn't feel that at all. Uh, well, then never mind. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, but no, if, it, if, if, how, if that's how it felt for you, that's... That's great. I didn't feel it was a very like a It's your opinion story. and you can have it. Exactly. Thank you, Mary. You're welcome. It felt a little <laughs> ab- not abrupt, but oh, no, she's backpedaling. No, it was um <laughs> anticlimactic. How's that? You think they did that because they're gonna do more? I mean, or be, yeah, no, they, that's they, why they're it, definitely yeah. doing a second season, but they've said they want to do seven seasons of this thing. It was yeah. definitely there's like a, there's a lot of seasons. books. They only have like three games. It's, no, it's based oh, on honey. books though. Oh. It's all booky booky. Oh. I didn't know. <laughs> it's based on it a game games. that's based on it's books. Based on books oh. from some Polish. But writer, this is I the think? best. When we uh watched uh Graham Norton and he was being interviewed, the actor, I don't know his name. Henry Cavill. I guess he's oh, a he, he's Cavill? a fan. He's oh yeah, I guess he, would, he loved the books. He made his own sword. Yeah, he, it made it was, so much cooler. He's knowing. a fan of Superman too, and all his movies were coming out. He was on all the talk shows talking about how much he loved the character, mm-hmm. and he was like talking about like he was like the only one that was like mentioned like name dropping people like oh yeah, I love what people like Dan Jurgens have done with the character and nice. Brainiac. And I, like, like, I like when people are fanboys and they get to work with. But that he kind of uh, he it's did like, the whole you, like. The what is it when he uh, dehydrated himself for his chess scenes in the show and oh yeah he did have he talked about that where he, was it forty eight or seventy two hours of it's dehydration so of your, dehydration. Sk- your skin like kind of sucks to your body after mm. a certain period and it was like he, he you know he Logan? was like talking about yeah. the, doing that for mm. this 
So all those handsome part. scenes where the gentlemen take off the shirts and their muscles are shown is called dehydration. It's actually very unhealthy, but for three days they slowly dehydrate themselves. You were talking about like hallucinating, I think. Yeah, it was like so bad. <laughs> but the muscles, what happens is the body it's sucks the skin. It in. The skin gets thin and it mm-hmm. just like sucks to your body. And it but it takes three days, and so cut. they slowly go from like one liter to half a liter and it's by the end so uh our handsome guy i want to say logan but yes he's not logan but yeah he had to do that a lot for his little shirt kylie uh mine is also a netflix series which logging on to netflix today i didn't i had no idea about this but one of my favorite Adult Swim TV shows, which Aqua Teen Hunger Force. It, no, it's mm-hmm. called Children's Hospital. Oh, Children's uh, Hospital. Children's okay. Hospital. Have you, so you guys have seen it? I'm aware of it. They, I have uh, seen a episode. Okay, so it lasted seven seasons. It's been over for a good ten years, probably. Yeah, I remember it was on Adult and we Swim. Have um, probably the more pop. than that. Yeah, yeah, I've got the, I've got the. All I remember seeing DVD. commercials for it. Yeah. Um, they've done a spinoff, <laughs> uh, and it's a Netflix series, and it's called Medical Police. I believe I could be Why getting this wouldn't wrong. Adult Swim want that. I don't know, but Netflix is awesome because they drop the f bomb. They're oh, cursing, yeah. and they're they're long episodes. Like Children's Hospital and Adult Swim 15. is like fifteen minutes. Yeah. These are full length, you know, twenty four minute, yeah. thirty minute episodes. Uh, so when I logged on to Netflix today, and I'm like, "What? What is this?" And I'm like, "I'm looking at," it and it follows the first episode since it is a spinoff has everybody from Children's Hospital with the exception of like Lake Bell and Megan Mullally. But like Henry Winkler's in there. Michael Sarah is even doing the intercom voice. Like everybody's back. Oh, right on. Um, is he the one that was in Zombie? Juno. Man? No, it could have been Michael Sarah. Super they're bad. Very, they're very much the same. No. Super bad. Uh, Arrested Scott Pilgrim. Development. I didn't watch that. Arrested Development. He's the I didn't watch that. Jesus. Twin Peaks. Didn't I didn't watch that. <laughs> um, Scott Pilgrim's probably like the go-to one. I think. What's the one where he's, he's the main with his one? best yeah. friend? Okay, I didn't watch it, but I know the commercials. Or super bad. Scott Pilgrim. Super, super bad. bad. Yeah. Super bad. I've seen that. Um, but it follows Owen and Lola as they mm. go. They become. They leave the children's hospital and they be, they work for the CDC. <laughs> it's it. I I watched like three episodes and it was amazing. Huh. Loved it. Very excited for that. Tyler. So forgive me, comic book world, but I have not uh, had not previously read. The Image Comics Sensation Saga. Really? Uh, Even I have read the first book. Okay, I was like, you have. So the stars aligned (laughs) because the compendium finally came out, and it was like, this is probably the best way for me to ingest this book. Mary got it for me for Christmas, and I have been reading it uh, quite a bit last couple weeks. You know, I'm I'm a a good chunk into that compendium. I'm on compendium three of The Walking Dead, though. Congrats to Mary. And uh, shocker, Saga is really fucking good. Saga is amazing. Um, I was in that first really issue. Good. I was like, I'm into this. Oh yeah, this world. yeah. It, it picks up, great. and then by issue like two or three, you're just already like, you feel like so invested already. And Fiona Staples artwork to... is. Oh yeah, beautiful. it's amazing. Brian K. Vaughn obviously is who he is. Fiona Staples is the is what makes that book go though. Oh yeah, like by far. In my opinion, um, yeah, Saga is fucking good, guys. Just in case anyone wasn't aware, I, I know how late I am to this party, but it's it's really good. And I believe Saga was the first image book to really start taking those hiatuses in between oh, storylines. And they've been um, gone for what a year and a half now. Yeah, I um, mean, he came out after those first six issues, saying, "Okay, we're we." 
we didn't is it know. Brian Vaughn? Yeah, he at mm-hmm. the end of that that issue because this probably isn't in your compendium. He had he had a, like a, a letter at the end saying, "Yeah, we were fully prepared to end it at this issue if this didn't sell well. This is yeah. where we were going to end mm-hmm. the story." Obviously, you guys are liking this, and he's yeah. like, "And I have a huge story to tell with this, so we're gonna be we're gonna continue." But Fiona has other obligations, yeah. and I want to keep the quality of the book going. So they are. We, he, he said that's when he announced they're going to take uh, breaks in between story arcs. Yeah. So what? And else then other Image doing? Comics started uh, started doing that quite. What a bit is Fiona Staples doing? Yeah. At the time, I can't remember. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. To be honest with you. But I mean, they're fifty-four issues in now. And they announced that this was the halfway point. Yeah, so there's going to be 108 issues total. Do you appreciate a book that actually ends? Like, oh, has oh, a yeah. plan or yeah. versus oh. the one that keeps going? No. Definitely I, one that has a plan. A plan. Yeah. Because said you have a more be- structured... The best stories are the stories that have endings. That's. Yeah. I don't know, because, you know... I can have fun with ones that kind of keep going, but... The, the the way because going in and they know beginning middle and end I mean it's gonna be a, it's gonna be cool. take lock and key for example like it they'll, they, they'll though, come right? back and they'll do yeah. they'll do these little one offs and like yeah. little ones uh, but I mean like the story of lock and key you can tell Joe Hill had the story like this is what the story mm-hmm. is and they did it and there's six volumes and that's it and it's over whatever they do after that you this know what is I mean? it's, yeah isn't going to change but what happened because I think they did. Did Grindhouse come out after it was done with? I'm pretty. I thought. I thought everything came out after. Okay, I couldn't remember if that was like in between stuff. Oh, but, it might have been. But Grindhouse was. I mean, it had the house was in it, but it wasn't any of the exactly. characters. That and they've know. even done a couple of like real, real short ones with like the kids. But I mean, it's. It's just a one-off. Like here's a day that of when they were playing with the keys, and it doesn't yeah. affect any of yeah. the bigger story. Well, and I have to kind of think back about all those stories that were three issues, or you know what I mean, like those short stories that came out. Were they less? In, you know, why the last man was epic, but that, that was not thing, four issues. No, God, no. but <laughs> Milkman yeah. Murders or some of the issues I have that were complete stories were they less so i mean red sun still resonates and that was not ever you know a huge ongoing series have you guys read the why the last man i have no. not no that's oh, dear Lord. vertigo right yeah. oh it was it had to be the one issue i think al kylie and me all agreed we like bald at the last yeah, i don't episode. cry a lot in comics that last issue was a it was, i cried yeah it was right just like Oh my god, this book is perfect. So we're going to pull the name of (gasps) next month's comics creator focus episode. But first, uh, it'll be Mary this time. It's Mary's turn. Yep. Um, But before we do, make sure you guys check out Kylie's other podcast, Nerd Dome Podcast. Hashtag fuck you, Charles. Oh, oh, Um, oh. Charles on podcast last night tried to uh, start the hashtag fuck you, Tyler. Um, oh, how it dare was, It was kind of drowned out when he said it, and I kind of looked across the table at him and laughed and said, that's not going to catch on, buddy. <laughs> Everybody nice. no uh, If you want to hear Charles key. rant about uh, Star Wars for a good hour and uh, 20 minutes or that so. That sounds boring. It was actually it was actually pretty fun. All right, I have to give. Okay, so I didn't I didn't say this before when you said the picks. Mm. So Kylie has to put up sometimes. Well, I put up a lot with his family, but 
He also oh puts up a lot with my family. <laughs> and where is this is going? <laughs> my father shit, came over with my my stepmom Sandy, and they watched Mandalorian, and I was oh really God. proud because Kylie was epic. Like he sat and watched all eight episodes with my dad, my stepmom, me. Yeah, I know, but it was really sweet. But love the Mandalorian. It man. was a lot of fun, and my dad loved the Mandalorian. It was so cute, but. I don't know. I maybe the Mandalorian can like that was just a kick-ass series. And my, the best part is when the seventh episode ended, my dad goes, "So wait, you had to wait a whole another week for this?" I'm like, "Shut up, Dad! Yeah, yeah, we did. We had to wait a whole another week for this episode." Remember how we did it back in the day? <laughs> we actually did. We recorded. That um, show. I don't want to interrupt one more time, but did we want to address the Twin Peaks guy? Oh on yeah. This episode, oh God. Or? Somebody likes Twin what? Peaks. Kylie's okay. talking what about um, it. So. In our Doomsday Clock episode, uh, Kylie mentioned a four-hour-long Twin Peaks video that he watched, and we were uh, somebody reached out to us on Twitter, which is Steve on Twitter. It's at Left Wing seventy nine, and he asked, you know, what are what are our thoughts on the the most the recent uh, (gasps) Twin Peaks? Oh, we have so many things to say. Obviously, brief. I, yeah, I'm all possible. But yeah, my my view is coming from I'm a David Lynch fan, but I'm also a big Twin Peaks fan. So right there, you have a perfect storm of what's coming out. When they when, when they announced Showtime was going to be doing this, um, did they also, come back for one season? Is that what it was? Yeah, and, and people call it season three, but it's technically called the Return, and it yeah. is a, basically a third mm. season. Um, but when they announced it, like, I think it was ABC that had it originally. Maybe not ABC. I can't remember CBS. I can't remember who it was originally back in the day. Mm. Uh, maybe NBC. But um, when that was done, it lasted two seasons. The first season was like six episodes. The second season was a fuller 22-episode run. And then it got canceled. Uh, then he, David Lynch came and he did a feature film that was a prequel Oh, yeah. And that, I mean, the tonal difference, because it is David Lynch. I don't know if anyone, if you guys mm. are familiar with David Lynch. Awesome. Brilliant director. Um, it was a, it was very different than the TV the show. series. Okay. Uh, I mean, it still had that feel, but I mean, it was like, this was dark. This, yeah. I mean, it's almost it like a horror up. movie to me. Yeah. Um, I love, it's it's in my top five. Fire Twin Peaks, Fire Rock with me is, is beautiful. So when they announced they were doing the Showtime series, he was excited. David Lynch like was going to be directing every episode, and I was like, "Oh!" Because in the the original series, he directed a handful of the episodes. I mean, he was he was, like was, he was a co creator. He was a oh, show, yeah. Um, so when they announced he was going to do it, it was going to be on Showtime. I'm like, okay, I hope this has more of a feel of the movie than the old TV show. That was my hope. Mm-hmm. And I, oh. I follow groups on Facebook, and it was very torn. You could tell there were Twin Peaks fans who didn't like it because they weren't David Lynch fans. But I like both. So this was awesome for me. Okay. So and is me... it more totally similar to the movie then? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I so, mean, he even was coming yeah. out saying, you're going to want to watch you're going to want to watch Firewalk with me again before you watch this because they do go back to the stuff that happened. And this, when we say Kylie and David Lynch, David Lynch is very, for me, well, hit or miss, not really. It's just sometimes it kills you and sometimes it's awesome. He's beautiful. He's stunning director-wise. Well, I mean, the artwork. He he always 
talks about his stuff like it's just a it's just a painting that moves. I mean, it's, it's it very is dangerous. surreal. Yeah. But I dig that. As a wife who had to see someone that involved and excited, like the amount of crack for that first episode, Kylie, like just. Oh, I still remember like the the night that first episode mm-hmm. of the return. I mean, yeah. like people were bitching about like the wait for what was it two years or something for the mm. last season of game of thrones i'm like try waiting 25 years yeah, yeah. for and another he did it brilliant and i actually remember christmas gifts were framed pictures of twin peaks everything you could possibly get them but beautiful i mean he's there like, wasn't a lot of merch out there huh to begin with show oh. showtime what i mean because that that's the one who did the return if you went to the showtime store there was ton like oh, our yeah. shower curtain is uh, the red room oh yeah we stuff, have that too and, there, yeah, they did. The Showtime did a lot of merch. So, what was this really question, cool. Mister? I think it was just how how yeah, we yeah, like it. What I, were your thoughts on the on the most? I, I, awesome I loved things. it, and um, the one episode, which is episode eight, if the most anybody who watched Twin Peaks, if I just say episode eight, you know exactly Everybody what I'm talking knows. about. That was one of the episodes that, like, I remember looking at Aaron and like, okay, this is where people are. They're either done with this. Yep. Because I was like, this is amazing. I can't believe he's doing this. But I could see, like, there's going to be a was, lot of people that are done. It was point. the preacher. Yeah. It was either people were done or not. And Kylie looks over at me and goes, we should have been high for that episode. <laughs> it was like, it was tripping balls. He went for it. He just totally did his David I mean, he Lynch. goes into the, mm. he gets slow-mo for 10 15 minutes oh, no, going guys. into an atomic bomb explosion like watching it go off and it's just slow-mo just going into That's it going inside of it and it's then just, he goes out big and it's beautiful but yeah we should have uh, totally been and then really quick to finish it off the ending uh, i watched this with um a good buddy of mine who we kind of discovered david lynch together so oh, i i call right. i called him up and said hey I really don't want a lot of people over for this because it's going to be it's it is it's weird. It's a lot. It, you have to come up with your own interpretations of things on gotcha. stuff. And I like stuff like that. I like to think for myself. But I don't want a lot of people around to have to answer questions like, hey, you and I discovered this together. Would you like to come over on Sunday nights and watch this yeah. with me? And, and there were a few episodes. He was like episode eight was one he wasn't there for. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I and I think the finale. That. But we I um, the finale so when they they started it, they f- did the first two episodes, so two hours, mm. and then when they ended it, they did two hours, oh, okay. and there was eighteen altogether. So we watched it, and as it ends, as the first episode ends of mm. the the last stuff, it really kind of wrapped it wrapped up. things up, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Holy shit! I can't believe he ended." David Lynch ended something like this really yeah. straight. It was fairly straightforward for what it was, and I'm like. And then the credits rolled, and then it went into the next episode. I was like, oh, there's still an hour left. And it went to shit. Oh, it, no, it didn't go to shit. Not shit, but it went but like. But it, it was David Lynch. Yeah, it was David Lynch. And and it, when it ended, like when it ended, I remember looking at Aaron. I'm like, I can't believe that's how it ended. She's like, you knew damn well this is I how it was going to end. I'm like, you're right. Well, it's it was. True. But I love it. I love it. That's, it was one of those it's my, moments. It's one of my top TV shows, definitely. It was one of those moments, the endings, where he, I don't know if he said or someone said it, that if you ended it with the first half of the ending, kind of like Dark Towers, you would have been happy. Mm-hmm. But then he went a little bit farther. He went David Lynch with it. Yeah. yeah. And so you had both endings. So 
But no, he. If you ever oh, had, oh, it's a, gorgeous. It's it's beautiful. Sorry, guys. Him and Twin. Yeah. I just <laughs> think it's adorable. But, but that's Steve. That's what I felt about Twin Peaks. All he right. loves him. Steve, feel free to send in more questions. Oh, yeah. Steve, Kai, please. Anytime it's we need so to tack an extra fifteen to twenty minutes onto the podcast, we just. All right. I tried Mary, to quick. Mary, if you would do us the honor of I'm sorry, selecting I the next, about... the next creator focus. How many do you have in for there? February of twenty twenty? Really? How I many? Don't know. He wrote them. Let's be a good one. It's gonna be a sucky one. Wait, wait, wait. Frank Miller. No. Peter David. Oh, oh shit! Yeah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Am I thinking Peter David, the right Peter David? I, I only know how many Peter, Peter Davids David. do you know? <laughs> Is it? Wait, now I don't want to say it in case I'm Hulk X Factor. Yeah, okay. Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Yeah, Spider Man twenty nine. Did he do Planet Hulk? Well, yeah, he. He also he did didn't my do mom. Hulk. That was Greg Pak. Yeah. Man, he said it as if I really was like, God, I'm like, Get I don't even it. know where I am right <laughs> now, sir. Hulk? God. Yeah. Make sure you guys are following us on social media everywhere. We're going to be back next week is the first part of our issue by issue analysis of Alan Moore and David oh, Gibbons. Watchmen. Yeah. yeah. Read it. So. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Yeah, since Doomsday we'll Clock is over, them. we're going to be doing Watchmen. So issue by issue, one the issue real a month. Issue? Yep, one issue a month. So Not next next week will be Watchmen issue one. Mm-hmm. So buckle up. I, it's gonna. It's been a minute since I read Watchmen. So it looks even nice just to read it one issue at a time. That's gonna be a different version of that story that I've because I've always just I mean never like binge it in a day but I've read it over like the course of like maybe yeah. like two or three days maybe like to read like one issue of it a month. It's going to be interesting. So, yeah, that's you, next week. What are you, Twin Peaking? That's right. Here, come What's on, it, What man. is this, the Mandalorian? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay, until next time, guys, my name is Tyler. I'm Mary. Aaron. I am Kylie. See you next week. I give you a-